You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Thank you for viewing this video. What we intend to do over the course of the next few minutes is to see Jesus's attitude towards the Old Testament. We will look at how the Lord Jesus Christ viewed its message, the status that he gave to it, and the firm belief that he had in the words that were written. For if Jesus believed the Old Testament implicitly, then surely that is evidence that you and I should also believe it in the same way. We start by thinking a little about what the Bible would be that Jesus would have reference to. Now, in his words to some of the disciples after his uh, resurrection, he talks about how that the Old Testament uh, prophesied concerning him. And he refers to it as comprising the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Our Bibles today are set out in a similar way. With the law of Moses being the first five books, the prophets, which are the historical books, and also the uh, uh, prophetical books towards the end of the Old Testament, and the Psalms, which encompass not only the Psalms, but the other poetical books, such as um, the Book of Job, um, uh, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, and Proverbs. Now, you may ask the question as to whether the texts that Jesus had reference to were the same as what we have today. Well, when the Dead Sea Scrolls were uh, discovered, they revealed documents which dated back to the first century and would have been similar to the documents that the Lord Jesus Christ himself would have reference to. And amongst those documents, there were uh, manuscripts or fragments of the manuscripts of every Old Testament book, except for the short book of Esther. And what is even more remarkable is that the text that had been recorded on those manuscripts is almost identical to that which forms the basis of Old Testament today. This being the case, we can say without fear of any serious contradiction that what Jesus had before him was the same as we have today comprised in the Old Testament of our Bibles. So what did Jesus do about the Old Testament? Well, Luke pictures him at the age of 12 in the temple in Jerusalem, disputing with the learned doctors of the law who spent their time discussing the Old Testament. And they, he is pictured as having spent three days in the middle of these learned men, hearing them and asking him questions, and astonishing them at his understanding and answers concerning the Old Testament itself. It shows to us that the Lord Jesus Christ studied exhaustively the Old Testament scriptures. And the reason that he did this is that he knew it to be the word of God. 
On many occasions, the Lord Jesus Christ referred to the Old Testament. But note the way in which he used it. They came to him with a dispute, which was current in the day, as to what were the grounds on which a man could divorce his wife. And rather than to enter into the discussions between the various schools of thought that subsisted at that time, the Lord Jesus Christ goes back to the Genesis record. And he quotes the Genesis record in his answer. And he prefaces his answer by these words, Have ye not read? He expected them to have read and have believed the Old Testament as he had it. And so it is in the, uh, the New Testament Gospel records, we have on a numerous occasions the Lord Jesus Christ saying things such as, Have ye not read? Or it is written? Or is it not written? Referring back to the Old Testament itself. In fact, in one of his parables, which was teaching the people that no part of the Old Testament teaching could be diminished in the obligations that it had on man, he refers to parts of the Hebrew method of writing. The jots and the tittles of the law, which were very small in size and would be easy to be uh, ignored. And he said that it would is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than one jot or tittle of the law to fail. That's the extent to which he saw it as being important, even those small marks in the Hebrew Bible of the day. On another occasion, he faced the situation where he was up against the scribes and the Pharisees. And the Jews of the day were dis had disputed with him because he they felt that he made himself equal with God. He was equal to, go with, to God in the sense that they both had one objective and purpose. But they took up stones to stone him. But the Lord Jesus Christ responded by saying to them, a, and de, uh, some words that are recorded in Psalm 82 in the Old Testament and basing upon his argument upon one particular word such was the importance he felt of that word every word was special and he said to them because they thought he was making himself as a God and that the words of the Old Testament had said are he gods and they were gods in the sense of rulers of the people that's what the context is in the Old Testament. And another occasion when he is refuting the Sadducees who did not believe in the resurrection, he refers to the tense of a verb in the Old Testament. He says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac and of Jacob. And he uses the present tense of the verb to show that God still had a purpose with those men which would require him to raise them from the dead. It is evident from what we have seen that the Lord Jesus Christ believed the whole Old Testament implicitly, down to the very last detail or the tense of the verbs. And as he went through his life, he would have seen the Old Testament's prophecies concerning himself working out in action. His birth had been predicted that he would be of the tribe of Judah, of the line of David. He would be born in Bethlehem of a virgin. It predicted the time of his birth and the fact that he would be taken by his parents into Egypt, 
and that the wise men would give him uh, gifts. As far as his life was concerned, it had predicted that he would do miracles, and it was it predicted that he would base a great deal of his preaching in the uh, region of Galilee. All this worked out in his life. But as he went through his life, he would become increasingly aware of the teaching of the Old Testament as to what his life would hold for him. He would see that it predicted his suffering, being betrayed by a friend for 30 pieces of silver, being falsely accused, that he would be silent when he was accused, scourged, spat upon, mocked and deserted by his disciples, and how that he would suffer a cruel death by crucifixion, accompanied by malefactors, being offered gall and vinegar to drink, whilst they cast lots for his clothing. But unusually for those who were crucified, not a bone of his body would be broken. And even the fact that he would be buried in the tomb of Joseph, being buried with the rich. Such was the degree to which he would be appreciating what his future would hold based upon the fact that his life had already been predicted up until that point by the Old Testament in immense detail. Not only did he think about what the Old Testament had said concerning him, but he used its teaching in a positive way in his life. Matthew records three temptations that he'd suffered in the wilderness. The first one was of hunger after not eating for 40 days. And his response is prefaced by the words, it is written, because he quoted words from the book of Deuteronomy. He was tempted by a proud desire after being shown the, the holy city and the, being, uh, it suggested to him that he should uh, throw himself down to prove that he was the son of God. Again, his response was, it is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. The third temptation was one of obtaining material gain. And our Lord saw the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and uh, 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 was tempted with the desire that he should uh, take them there and then. His response was exactly the same. It is written again for the third time a quote from the book of Deuteronomy, that he should worship the Lord God and him only shall uh, he serve. And so it was that the Old Testament to him was a guidebook for living. It was something on which he based his life and it gave him the strength to be able to resist and overcome temptation. The challenge to the Lord Jesus Christ was in the mental and physical suffering of his death. And so it was that he believed in the Old Testament and told his disciples it, what it was saying about his future. He showed to them out of the, New Testament, of the Old Testament that he would be delivered to the Gentiles, mocked, spitefully entreated and spitted on. Intense mental sufferings that he would suffer. And in his physical sufferings, he would be scourged and put to get death. Scourging was a punishment in itself. And it was often the case that the person being scourged died from that punishment. But in our Lord's case, he would endure it and then be crucified 
which was what the Old Testament predicted concerning his death. But even faced with these prospects, he was strengthened to overcome. He knew that he could have escaped that pain and suffering that was predicted of him. Based upon his understanding of the New Testament about God's power and able to work, he knew that he could call to his father who would give him 12 legions of angels to assist. Bear in mind that in the days of Hezekiah, one angel defeated the Assyrian army. And so we have here a, a, a power that would so easily overcome the whole of the Roman Empire and the world itself if Jesus had called upon it to do so. But believing in the Old Testament and the things that were written of him gave him the strength to overcome any such temptation and to do perfectly the commandments of God concerning him. It was the Old Testament that gave him hope, hope to uh, be resurrected from the grave. On two occasions, he quoted from the prophecy of Jonah and he used the example of Jonah being three days and three nights in a fish's belly. And Jonah being brought alive out of that fish's be be belly was a type of his own resurrection. It gave him the strength to see beyond the grave. And also the prophecies that went on him uh, in the Old Testament uh, convinced him that there would come a time when the Lord Jesus Christ would reign, that he would reign upon God's throne, upon David's throne in Jerusalem, until all his enemies uh, would be uh, made his footstool. He said to the disciples, search the scriptures, for in them he think he have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And so it is that the scriptures, the Old Testament, testified of the Lord Jesus Christ and provide us greater understanding concerning the life and also concerning the teaching of the Lord himself. When it came to his own so-called trial, when he was illegally interrogated by the Jewish authorities, he refers them to an Old Testament scripture, to the visions of Daniel the prophet, who saw visions concerning the setting up of God's kingdom upon the earth with the Lord Jesus Christ reigning. And it was that knowledge and it was that assurance and vision for the future that sustained the Lord Jesus in his trial. So what did Jesus believe as far as the Old Testament was concerned? Well, he studied the same Old Testament that we have today and he based his teaching as to how life should be lived upon the Old Testament teaching. To him, every word and every tense of the verb were true and vitally important. And he saw how it set out his whole life in advance in its pages, and he used it to help him obey its commands, to see that he would suffer pain and death, but to have the assurance that it, he would rise from the dead and reign over the earth. This is how he viewed the Old Testament. He lived his life by it, he taught from it, and it gave him the strength to uh, 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 be obedient to the commands of the Lord God himself concerning his own life. We too should believe the Old Testament as Jesus did. It was the Apostle Paul who uh, exhorted Timothy to do this very thing 
and to apply it in a positive way in his life. He said to Timothy that he had known the Holy Scriptures, and those scriptures would include the Old Testament, together with some of the New Testament that had been written by that time. And the Apostle says to Timothy that they are able or have power to make Timothy wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Note the way in which the scriptures are coupled with the Lord Jesus Christ and his mission, purpose, death and resurrection. And the Apostle goes on to, to, to say that all scripture is given by inspiration of God or God breathed to the end that the man of God, in this case in Timothy, might be perfect or complete, thoroughly furnished unto all good works, following the example of the Lord Jesus Christ's implicit belief in the scripture and how it should order one's life. Do you then believe it? The disciples had difficulties, and the Lord, uh, after his resurrection, but before he taught them, in detail what the scriptures said concerning himself, reproved them as being fools and slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. We have the interpretation of the Old Testament in the New, which shows us that the Bible is in truly one book and together provides us with that great message of salvation that is based upon the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.